Oh, I like there that. There we go. We'll, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> Dennis, my friend, it's another week. Uh, oh, oh. Uh, we've got lots yes, of topics to cover uh, between oh, the gosh. football and yes. the New Hampshire and the De- True Detective. Like, our plate yes, is full. Uh, we had, we had, we, uh, had we spoken since Iowa? It was right after Iowa. Or, I think. After yeah. Iowa. So... But but New Hampshire was yesterday, so yes. Let's, indeed. Do you want to indeed. dive into I that? Have much, I, I have curious. much to report and discuss. Okay. There's some very interesting twists and turns, and I have some theories to espouse. You won't be surprised. Some strong opinions. And theories. Fact. Okay. Well, give, give me your theories. First of all, and there's music. There's a music story to tell. Okay. I, I, I we created a jam session. Nice. There's a story to tell about that. Where do you want to start? I don't know, man. How, I don't know. That's kind of that's that's kind of your role. How about those lions? Oh Jesus! Oh, so once again, Lion Stadium surpassed any known record for noise. Okay. And the quarterback from the Tampa Buccaneers said afterwards that it's one of the greatest places he've ever played because of the fans. Wow. And they played a hell of a game and it he was like he was happy for him. <laughs> That's like the wonderful world of sports, you know, but it, it but here's the thing is the game was the Lions pounding effectively and rushing the quarterback and my favorite player from Michigan, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, spun off, spun off the defenders and sacked and tackled and pressured all day long. It was nothing but cheering. And uh, uh, so they've been at this point before. Okay. Uh, it's been, uh, I think, uh, I want to say 32 years okay. since they were in an NFC championship game. And guess who do you think they were playing? Oh, would you guess the San Francisco 49ers, nice. who they face this Sunday again in their history? They've advanced to the NFC championship twice then, each time against the 49ers the last time they lost 30 years later we will get our fucking revenge yes. so here's a cool thing that you'll like and you oh. could google this this is some cool stuff look at the new uh, swag from Detroit that's called Detroit Grit and you'll see hats and, and t-shirts and uh, what I didn't see was this t-shirt that Jared Goff gave to his group of young kids that he's helping uh, as part of his charitable work that had uh, the word grit coming up like a sunrise over the cityscape of Detroit, if I have it right in my head. I didn't see that one for sale, uh, but that one was even way cool. But it's exactly right. 
It's Dan Campbell's mantra to his team, of course. And this is why when, when people lose to the Lions, they say things like, way to go. This city, you know, they don't go so far as you deserve it, but they're, genu- they're genuinely happy for them. Nice. Hey, how how great that you're winning, uh, deservedly so, you know. Well, and and, and, and good sportsmanship the on the side of the of the losers too. Yes, like, yes. On our on our uh, very very big plus side of things is that the Green Bay Packers, who is the youngest NFL football team by age, uh, average age, et cetera, et cetera, and. Uh, relative earliness in their career they played the 49ers in a playoff game and the uh, Packers won the game for three quarters and lost it in the last ten minutes and nobody had done that nobody had controlled them, nobody had run against them, blah 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 the youngest team broke all the things All all the lines have to do is easy for me to say is do what they did but do it for four quarters yeah exactly and they're capable of doing that. They have one of the best uh, offensive line in the country. And when Goff has time, you know, in Goff we trust. Yes. And this is to get to the Super Bowl, right? This is to get to the Super Bowl. On the other side of the, uh, the equation, uh, a sad game, still upset, still angry about it. Uh, the Buffalo Bills lost at mm-hmm. home to the Kansas City Chiefs. My beloved Bills, three times in playoffs now, they've faced the Chiefs, and three times in playoffs, they've lost. And uh, when someone says Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback for the Chiefs, owns the Lions, you want to slap them across the fucking face. But they've won all three. Lions, on the other hand, have won two regular season games. Or not the Lions, but I should say. The Bills beat them two regular season games in the past several years. But then again, the Lions beat them, too, as an opener. So Kansas City Chief went into cold, two-foot snowdrift Buffalo, cold as hell, but above above uh, free, above right. zero, not like some recent games. And the Bills won for three quarters. They stopped them. They stopped them. Mahomes kept throwing great passes. Uh, uh, Travis Swift, uh, Kelsey, kept uh, catching the ball. And uh, three times they scored, never in the red zone. They were stopped. And at the end, Josh Allen, Superman, fourth quarter, a little over five minutes left, in the 40-yard line, wants to go for a, 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 a touchdown. Man gets open. Quarterback's getting rushed by a huge lineman. He gets rid of it in time, but throws it short. And it was a remarkably open man in a a throw that not only does Josh Allen do all the time, we expect it from him every time, and he didn't do it. He missed the throw. He had another opportunity the next throw, missed that. Then they were at, all right, well, it's fourth down now. I guess we can... uh, uh, kick a field goal 44 yards out. No, they didn't. They missed it. Game Oops. over. And the guy who missed the field goal hadn't missed a, a field goal in a long time. Yeah. Record number of record number of games. So there it goes. Oh well. Boom. 
So what we see is uh, Kansas City Chiefs, my brother Mike's team, which means there is some desire for them. But I'm so angry and pissed off at Mahomes for winning. I'm, I won't tell him this, but I'm going to have to think about who I'm cheering for. But it's against uh, John Harbaugh, uh, the coach of uh, Michigan University currently, until, of course, he... Uh, uh, Grades up from 11 million to 18 million years and goes to the uh, Los Angeles Chargers and becomes their new head quarterback. The brother of Jim Harbaugh, said Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh, has already won a Super Bowl. Who did he play to win the Super Bowl? Interesting, that too was the San Francisco 49ers. The name of the coach was Jim Harbaugh, brother against brother, in the only remarkable time in the history of the I vaguely sport recall that. that two brothers played each yeah. other. John won. John wants to go back again. And surprisingly, after being a great football team for 20 years, really, pretty consistently good, better, great, etc., the Baltimore Ravens Super Bowl winners... Haven't played a playoff game at home in Baltimore since 1971. They've got a 50-year uh, thing that's the same kind of storyline with the Lions, but even different, but even in more years. So the city of Baltimore is going crazy. And when Kansas City Chiefs get there, Patrick Mahomes could pull shit out of his ass, but it's a tough place to play, just like Buffalo was. And again, we were beating them for three quarters by all statistics except for uh, uh, a uh, impact play. Impact. Instead of plotting up the field, getting into the red zone, there's an impact play. You're at your own 50, you throw it, it goes 35 yards for a catch and a touchdown. Big play. And, and, and that's what uh, makes Kansas City Chiefs remarkable is that they always have some good plays because the quarterback is the most athletic, some would argue the very best quarterback in the world right now, and he has a receiver, Travis Kelsey, that no one or two people seem to be able to do. So there's always the big play. You know that. you got to stop the big play against Kansas City, plus make sure that they don't march up the field. The Bills stopped them from marching up the field, and like everybody does a lot, like a lot of people do a lot, they miss the opportunity to stop the big plays. Miss coverage, you, too late. Touchdown. Miss tackle, too late. Touchdown. A mistake is a score. Patrick Mahomes looks at the field and sees everything instantly, and in less than three seconds throws the ball to the open man. Boom, boom, two seconds. Boom, boom, 1.5. Wow. Boom, boom. That's how fast it unfolds. And that's what he does. And then it doesn't hurt that we missed the motherfucking field goal. I mean, right. So that's the wide world of sports. When you, Looking forward this When Sunday, you say you're at your own 50, Kansas isn't City. that also their 50? Uh, it depends on which way you're facing. Really? Mm-hmm. Aren't you always facing? It depends on what, what do you mean, which way you're facing? Well, if I'm facing toward your goal, I'm I'm on Aren't my you 50. always? Or I mean, I'm on your 50. I'm on your 50. Oh, if you're on offense, then you're on then I'm on your yes. 50. Yes. Uh, interesting. I learned yeah. something about But it, and at any rate, you get the general idea, but uh, anyway, uh, two games coming up Sunday, 3 o'clock, Baltimore Ravens versus Kansas City Chiefs again in Baltimore and then 
the big game, 630. Uh, fucking San Francisco, 64 degrees, clear sky, ready to go in an outdoor stadium. Uh, Lions are used to playing in 70. They'll be happy about this. And uh, here we go. And they've been watching that Packers tape every day. They've been stopping it and saying, look at his left foot. You see what he did here? They're stopping it and they're saying, see this moment? Capture, run. Go out and field. Try the plays. They got one thing in mind. And what's lovely about these games, just wonderful, is that they no longer can be concerned about injuries. They go all out, body be damned, because if they're out, they're out. They would take the risk now rather than earlier. This is the game. One and done. One or done. One or done. That's yep. it. Okay. Remarkable. I... That's the sports wrap-up. Thank you, Dennis from the sports desk. Now. Football. Football anyway. Should we go to politics or entertainment? Um, I'd pick politics. What's the question? Uh, what's what's new in the Hampshire? Well, as uh, I think the world probably knows by now, uh, everyone will hear Trump won. He won by a 11 point margin. It was 54 percent, something like that. And uh, of course, it was expected he win. He's got the yep. uh, Republican base by the throat. New Hampshire, of course, is an odd place. The only place where Nikki Haley who uh, came in at a shockingly high, shockingly high, 40-plus percent. It's the only place she could do that because Democrats are allowed to be to stop being a Democrat and for the vote of this become um, unaffiliated or independent, Plus, as they her, say. her initials are NH, so that must have been going for her. There you go. Right? There you go. Good, Just, man. It's a big deal. And so she uh, she was uh, she came in great and she did something that Bill Clinton did back in uh, 1991. She came Played out a saxophone early in the night when she was <laughs> no, she was only down by uh, six points, five, six points. And she basically declared victory. Um, because of a remarkable showing that nobody said she could do. She never said, I came in second. She only said that, thank you, New Hampshire. I'm glad where I stand. We're going on to South Carolina, and she claimed victory. She was happy. She was laughing. The crowd was cheering. They hate Trump. She started running against Joe Biden. And she was, it was the best time I've ever seen her on camera. It pissed Trump off big time. Before his little victory in New Hampshire, where he brings up his uh, sick I heard fans, he was angry about uh, his victory. Fivek and, and, and fucking Tim Scott, uh, the two blow-me boys. Um, he brings them up on stage, blah, blah, blah. But just before he gets up, it goes on True Social and says, what is she doing? She didn't win. <laughs> I won. She won badly. And she doesn't look good in that dress yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's the and, way to get under uh, his and, uh, skin, though. Like, So when he came out, 
he's all sweaty and puffy as he, as he looks and what really got under his skin and was very effective for Haley was last week. You may have seen the tape where Trump is at a rally and he says, you know, Nikki, 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 Nikki Haley, do you realize that I offered her on January 6th? It was her job to defend the Capitol. <laughs> and I offered her 10,000 troops and she said no. She said no. Nikki Haley. Wow. Uh, we think maybe that's a different woman. And then at another speech, he says, I, I, I just want, all, all I the want women run to together it. in their binders. I don't know. He says, and and the drug infestation in this country is 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 uh, uh, awful, and and it 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 and the death penalty needs to be. Uh, we are an institute. We need an institute oh, of the death penalty. Um, I will go there. I will go up. Uh. So she's saying what's getting under his skin. He's seen how the and she's got that this line where she That's says good. the first party, the first party that uh, 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 retires their 80 year old incumbent is the party that will. Oh, win. that's a great line. And and then uh, and now they put out uh, one of the Lincoln projects that put out a tape of Trump asking about his mental incompetence and recording all this stuff, you know, and it's just really brutal. Biden, of course, is saying, go, Nikki, go. Let him spend his money on you. You go ahead and tear him down. I'll take the high road. You, I'll take the high policy road. You take the low road because Haley only really got her traction going a little bit better in the state when she started attacking Trump more and she, you know, because she can't alienate his base. She can't insult people who voted for him twice. So she has to find this middle ground. It doesn't do her well with a lot of people. The libs love to attack it, but I understand it as a political scheme. It's not because she had considered, I'm I'm sure, being vice president candidate. That's out. She's She crossed the line. And, um, and so that, that's how it went. And uh, it, during the Trump speech, he, uh, he says to Tim Scott, Senator Scott, who's laughing and smiling behind him, and he says, uh, Tim, uh, did you think that she really appointed you to the Senate? Wow. You must really hate her. What? And Tim Scott, and t- yeah, and Tim Scott uh, goes up to the mic. It's a lot of, you know, laughing and cheering and shouting. And he, Trump's being funny. He looks over his right shoulder to look at Scott. And when he doesn't realize, Scott's coming up to the mic and Trump goes, uh-oh. And there's Tim Scott. And he says, no, it's because I love you. Oh, God. And then goes back and Trump laughs. And then he starts in on Haley. And, you know, she comes out here, some imposter in some nice dress. Well, maybe not so nice a yeah. dress. And, and she says she, she didn't win. She lost badly 14 points. It was, it, by that time, it was about 10. 14 points he lies. Right. And, uh, and then he says, oh, I love New Hampshire. I've won here three times. I've won here in the, in the uh, primary. I've won here in, in the general. I just love it. I've won here three times. 
the uh, MSNBC uh, Rachel Maddow broke in at that point and said, just a little fact check. Donald Trump lost both general elections in New <laughs> Hampshire, one to Clinton and one to uh, uh, Barack Obama. Uh, FYI. And then she said, no, we'll try this again. To, to, uh, and then she Obama went Obama and Biden. Uh, not Obama. No, but, Obama, uh, to, uh, to Obama and Biden. No. No, he's never run against Obama. Hillary oh, yeah, Clinton. Clinton and Biden, yes. He lost to Clinton. So that was her comeback kid. But that's what Bill Clinton did back in 1991. Right. He Everybody counted him out because he had this big fuck up with his wife and, you know, more women shit in his life again and again and yep. again. Lawsuits, Paula somebody or other was going to sue him because he she he pulled out his pecker i'm very presidential stuff trumpian in, yes, in many really. ways he was trumpian's uh, moral uh, uh predecessor uh uh and because trump has has got a little mushroom dick that his stomach fat hangs over so that he ties a string to it so he can find it unlike uh, unlike bill clinton who reportedly had a dick that was crooked I don't know that there are some things that maybe we don't need to know about a president. Is that why they call her Crooked that Hillary? Is one that sticks in my <laughs> She probably busted it. <laughs> Ooh, anyway. He said, oh, Bill, come here. Bam. Um, so, so all that by way of background. Uh, uh, so what are your theories? Nikki took a page out of the book, went out and did it. And this is what her donors are saying to her. You just got delegates. This guy's running as an incumbent. Here's the news. There are 35% of the people in Iowa who say if he gets convicted, he's not suited to be president. It's over a third. In New Hampshire, that number grows to 40-45%. You stay in this until he's convicted. Yes. And we'll keep paying for it. You be a pain in his ass. Money grows money. And we're going to take you, Nikki, all the way to the convention, and you can try to use the convention vote. As long as you have delegates, you are in the convention, and it is a negotiating time. Usually it's, I want my delegates pledged that I got six, right. I got 16, pledge them to Trump, and then they change their, de they change their allegiance at the convention. That's what the convention is, of right. course. She can go. Ted Kennedy did that to Jimmy Carter. He ran, he ran, he ran. He had amassed some delegates. It was ultimately unsuccessful. Teddy felt so bad about it. He said, oh, he went out drinking. He said, oh, I'm, I'm okay. I can drive. Uh-huh. I think you know the rest. The Remind story. me. Aquatic, man. Mary Jo Kopechnik fucking went in the river, fucking killed her. Crawled out of the car, left her there to die. Um, Teddy Kennedy. You don't know this no, shit? No, it rings a bell. But I didn't study that in history class and don't read Chappaquatic. it. Chappaquatic. Mary Jo Kopechny. Mary Jo Kopechny. Yes. Crawled out of the car. Not a good not a good way. Went home, didn't report it right away. There's a great movie about it. In fact, one hey, of my favorite actors portrays... That's what... Ted That's what happened in Succession. Uh, at at the wedding. Yes, a actually, actually, um, that is uh, an absolute homage to the true homage. death. 
<laughs> homage. It's a joyous homage. I don't know. Homage, I don't I think know what is... to say about it. But anyway, that's that's kind of politics. And so here's the other thing that, that's that's worth mentioning. So what happens next? Little state called Nevada, just you know, a couple dozen delegates, I think, and they don't uh, 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 they they primary and they caucus. What's coming up is a caucus, not a primary. Nikki Haley's not in the caucus. Therefore, she's going to lose those delegates. It's not going to be a big deal. Trump will make a bigger deal out of what it is. But here's what's next. The huge state of South Carolina, the state which more often than not decides the direction, the state that saved Joe Biden's failed candidacy, that sprung him to win the nomination, South Carolina delivered for him. Okay under the, the able support of the uh, congressional delegation from South Carolina, Democrats who love uh, Joe Biden, of course. But for her, the former governor of South Carolina, that they voted for her, I believe that she was in for two terms. Mm -hmm. She cut taxes. She had tough immigration. She had a lot of conservative credentials. She's got nobody complaining much about her in a realistic way, a policy way. If she can't win that state. Because uh, Trump doesn't go there. He just keeps personal. Yeah. She can't. She's down 32 points. and But it's in a month. It's in a month. And in a month, a month is a year in politics. Yeah, she needs to keep a day is picking a month at that Trump scab. Just She needs money. Well. She needs money. And she's going to go on the attack. And the people that are going to start to fund her, that 30 and 40 percent, if she starts talking about at, at some point the conviction or the pending conviction, when and if that happens. Why isn't she already? It could. Like. Uh, because she doesn't want to piss off the people that voted for him twice. And there are, in fact, the majority of people in Iowa anyway, which is just only thousands of people, who would still support him if convicted. And uh, a, a slight majority in New Hampshire. So you don't want to pick up some on one side and lose more on the other side. You've got to, you've got to straddle the fence. When are the convictions coming? Though? Um, so not yet. How long do we have to wait? Well, so here's, because here's the way that a political consultant describes uh, his job. He says, have you watched a, a herd of deer before? Have you watched them and seen them run away? And I say, yeah, many times. And he says, well, this is what you'll notice. The deer herd does not all run away at once. I think I've heard this. Maybe from you. There's a, one, there's a deer. That I, you may have heard yeah. it from me. But there's a first deer who runs and the behind her, him, usually her, maybe him, are three more and four more. My job is to be ready when those deer are starting to turn so that I can be the reason they're turning. Huh. Or my candidate right. can be the reason they're turning. Because when they go there, New Hampshire, people made up their mind, a, a high percentage of people made up their mind, the night before, many people said they picked up Democrat and Republican sheets and decided on the way in which one to vote for. So this idea of where are there, one man was interviewed and he said, subtext, he said, I was watching where the deer were going and I went there too. 
what he said was, I think it's inevitable that Trump's going to win, and I want to vote for the winner. Right. So he he followed he followed the, the head deer. Yeah. And in the case of New Hampshire and Iowa, unlike the last uh, races he won, he was organized on the ground and had a fully professional campaign team on the payroll running it. And Nikki Haley's driving them crazy. I want to vote crazy. for the winner. Because he can't be controlled. It's such, it's such a selfish stance. But here's the, here's the rationale. No, no, no. It's solidarity. I want to vote for the winner and show my solidarity with the majority. I want to be part of the majority. But votes are anonymous, right? Can't you, you know, vote one way and claim you voted for the winner? Not if you want to be true to yourself. These are true believers. These are people with enormous emotional. Well, if they're true believers, uh, then there's not a, back. then there's no doubt about who they're voting for. But you just said that like he made a decision that he wanted to vote for the winner. No, they're, they're true believers in the Republican Party. They've got to make the decisions accordingly, but they are true believers in conservatives, and, and some of them happen to be on that end of the spectrum where they believe about anything that Trump said. Right. Hmm. Okay, well. So, that's we, politics. We, so, did it, did it, did it, did it, that wraps up the political report. No, but my, so my question about, like, if he gets convicted, when he gets convicted, all this stuff, like, are all those gears in motion? And are there, like, dates for when we're going to know that? Or is there everything just going to get slowed down are, and bogged down and nothing's really going to happen? That's his goal. That's his goal. That is his political right. goal, is to slow everything down. There are two that might come to fruition. One is already coming to, to fruition soon, and that is the second defamation suit against the woman he... Uh, was found by the civil court to have raped right. Gene Carroll, the author. That's wrapping up. He's giving his final remarks. He will put his foot in the mouth. And what happened was the civil court found him responsible for sexual uh, assault and uh, then gave him a multi-million dollar punishment and forbade him to speak publicly and defame her again. He went outside yeah, the courtroom, did it in the first five minutes. She filed a second lawsuit. This lawsuit now is being heard for further damages, and that will be settled. So evangelicals, be aware. He is now a, uh, a twice-punished uh, sexual uh, predator. Right. Okay, you can say what you want. Oh, I wanted. I don't know that I'd want him in my church, but I like his policies. Really, you whore. No, the <laughs> you evangelical whore. The 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 argument I hear those people the way they rationalize it is, yeah, but all the politicians are scum. Like they they, they do this. So what if he's if he Yeah, he's no works, different than yes, he's rules. no different yeah. than the rest of yeah. them. And I don't I one one said I don't care about his personal characteristics. I like his policies. Yeah, he's a big mouth and he's he's he does some stuff I just can't. Does he believe have policies? It, but I like his policies. Sure he does. He cut corporate income tax and large income tax for the biggest cut in American well, history. Yeah, okay. That's his But policy. he never talks about his policies. He that's just like what he did. He doesn't have time to. He's too busy ret ret retributing and revenging. He's a, he's a maniac. And so 
this is kind of what, what's happening on the Republican side. In the meantime, on the Democratic side, guests just went down. Oh, the unemployment rate, 3.75? Wow. Matching as low as it's been in like 20 years. Oh, what went up? Oh, the stock market. And as a predictor of growth in the United States for the next 12 months, it's the best rise in the stock market that we've seen in 10 years. Oh, what's happening with the general attitude of people in light of the statistical increase in economic stability, which they don't feel and they don't believe and perception is everything. What's happening with that attitude? Oh, it's slowly but surely moving. Now only 40% of the American people say they haven't felt the benefit of the economy. That is down from about 60%. There is still 11 months to the election. Everything for Biden is going the right way. He launches the campaign thing. He's on target. He's bright. He's smiling. He's surrounded by uh, Harris, who's younger, and her husband, uh, Doug, and and his beautiful wife, all dressed in splendid yellow, and they're remarkably focused on abortion. And a, a sign behind them that is 45 feet tall has three letters, and that's all that's there. R- O-E. And people are going crazy because he's saying you will you will lose this permanently, permanently. And that's not all you'll lose. You lose this. You lose that. He, you know, yeah. and he's on the attack. He started the general election this week. Yeah. The, the if the economy is doing well, almost always, I think the incumbent wins. Like if people, if people are upset with their with their lives, then they vote out the incumbent. Uh, but if things are going okay, you know the famous James Carville, the famous James Carville mantra that uh, he put a sign up in uh, Bill Clinton's office in the in the campaign headquarters, and it said in black magic marker and it said it's the economy, stupid. Right. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So people don't. Yeah, people vote more about about that than their wallet and their religion. And the the statistics on most most goods have evened out a little bit. Uh, A gallon of milk across the board is up about thirty five forty cents. People are getting used to that. A pound of, of 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 meat has gone up. Uh, and it hasn't gone down, and people aren't quite used to it. Gas prices have uh, leveled off, but they're still okay. relatively high in the history of, of the prices, etc. While the other major indicators of wealth and economic growth, which does not affect bread or meat, right. are all going in the right direction, and corporate support for this economy is just at a very uh, uh, recent, but very high, yeah. very high, not an all-time high, but very high. Bidenic- Bidenomics is working, even though he won't say that anymore because that little phrase didn't work very well. As, as you remember, his opening campaign slogan was, uh, no more malarkey. Yes. I remember, remember that? that. It's a 1950s campaign <laughs> slogan, no more malarkey. Hey, yeah. I know just what he means. Have malarkey down at the Capitol. I, those guys, I wouldn't trust him with a grain of salt. I, I used to be on a in a uh, in a Facebook group called Snarky Malarkey, 
that uh, was based on that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Good, good words. Da, 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 that's, that's the world of politics. Excellent. Shall we pivot towards Hollywood or Alaska? Iceland, perhaps? Yes. Iceland. So, I have some uh, uh, deep impressions of the second episode of uh, True Detective, which uh, quite obviously now is a sequel to the first uh, True Detectives in in ways that we'll we'll discuss. I'll let you uh, offer some observations on that point first, perhaps, as as a starting point. Yeah, this was uh, this was an excellent uh, episode. Getting to know the characters better, um, I learned that the uh, that the actress that plays Navarro, uh, she is a six-time world boxing champion. Isn't that crazy? Oh, Isn't that really? crazy? Like she is. Real deal. Uh, like, don't fuck with her. Um, yeah, this. Um, oh, I and I, I love, I love, I love her acting. It's uh, subdued. It's like less is more. I mean, she's right. Well, and so what, what's your uh, what's what's your uh, read on the uh, the connections with episode one? Like with. Not episode one, but uh, season one. I'm sorry. Uh, I I remember like that. There's this, um, there's this sort of concept that like there's this thin veil between the living and the dead, and uh, and that sometimes mm-hmm. uh, that can be uh, crossed, and also has. Has every season had little straw dolls, or was it just the first one? No, just the first. Okay, one. so oh, although let me uh, let me think a minute. I swear the one with the yes, st- yeah, only only the first. Okay, one. only the first one. And so um, let me ask you a question: the uh, the old woman who lives out, who was uh, shown uh, gutting a wolf. Yes. Uh, at her place, with, and the wolf turned his head and growled to alert her that her husband, her dead husband, yep. uh, was signaling her. You know the uh, dead husband's name? Ted? Travis. Travis. Yeah. Do you know his last name? No. We know his last name because she said it. Let me ask you another question. Do Travis you remember uh, back... And Cole is one of the detectives in the first... Russ Cole, yes. who told us in his uh, season that uh, when he was young, he moved with his father to Alaska, who had believed some pretty strange things. And he always felt like his father, his father always felt like he had let him down. But he, because of these, he, he didn't elaborate, but he said he believed a lot of strange things. I couldn't stay there. And he left. I did not catch that. Well, yes. well, well. Yes. Well, yes. Huh. So there's that. And here's the other thing, is that this episode, they brushed off the forehead yes. of one of the guys. 
Is that sim- does that symbol go back pattern. to uh, season one? That symbol was that was one of the symbols okay. in the opening season uh, when uh, the uh, the search for the yellow king. Yes, I remember that part. Was never successful. Okay, and one of the leads that Rust had that he followed through with great. Uh, professional retribution was Mr. Pastor Tuttle, who was connected. Oh, the Tuttle, the, to the, the Tuttle the, Corporation. Yes, yes. And so, one of the funders of of the of Sal to Sal, yeah. whatever pronunciation is of the of the uh, scientific uh, facility there, one of the uh, funders was Tuttle uh, Enterprises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As spoken during the as spoken, and so uh, what's clear now is that um, this is this is a sequel, right. not a prequel, but a sequel um, uh, of of to that. And one of the questions is uh, executive producer, one of the executive producers, Matthew McConaughey. Well, he and Woody are. And and Jody, are both, are yes, executive producer, yes, yeah. still, and uh, will he make an appearance? Where's he? Where's he? Some years later, where's he? And uh, uh, and, and there's only six episodes. Yeah, so we're a third. We're of the way halfway through. there this Sunday. Yep. This Sunday. The other thing that 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 happened uh, for me in the second episode was that. I became emotionally connected to the characters, and I uh, got past the initial uh, 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 clumsiness, I thought, with some of the uh, acting or, I don't know, maybe some, some of the screen playing in the... In There's quite the a few characters. In the, uh, There's like ten characters yeah. to understand. Yeah, well, and some of the relationships seemed a little corny, whatever. It felt a little corny way over that. Way over that. When all of those uh, bodies moved, that was creepy as fuck. Never explained, no. completely ignored, moved yep. on. We don't know whether it really happened or right. not. Right, exactly. It may have happened in Jody's mind. When you saw her in that scene, you knew that you were in the fucking presence of greatness. Yeah, she. Just. She's amazing. Just number one. and to realize this, she probably was looking at a blank screen. Right. Or I wouldn't if I were acting. I'd say, "Give me something to look at." <laughs> the um, so so what uh, what what did you love it? Did you go? I went to a ten. I went from a, a strong. Yeah, this eight is to this a, is excellent. To a excellent. 10. I think I went. No, I went from a five out of six to a six out of six. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Six six six, yeah. The I I heard an interview with um, both with Jody and the uh, and the boxer lady, and, uh, and they talked about their mutual admiration for each other. Like the, the, yeah. the boxer lady was that was, was like uh, that she she's not really an actor, and that was Jimmy Kimmel. He did something. What? No, no, that was the interview you said. Uh, no, 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 no. I was, it was on a podcast. Oh, oh I see. Uh, and they and she talks about just how uh, first, first of all, 
really fucking professional Jody is, but also uh, how it just helpful and and then Jody talked about how they had to uh, she and the and the writer had to f- work had to workshop exactly what what um, Danvers' character would be because Danvers is not a likable person, really. Right. Uh, she's right. Just. She's got something, and everybody says she's got so. Something up everybody butt. says so. Uh, but, and <laughs> and <clears throat> but what's interesting is the relationship between uh, her and Navarro, uh, because we don't know what went down between them yet. We just know that they there was there was some case that they probably worked together on, and shit went. South or well, you know the case. It's the case of the of the dead uh, native. No, I think there's another one. Woman, I I think there's another one. Uh, Uh, She brought up uh, when Jody was putting her her beans away in 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 her kitchen. uh, Did you hear what she said to her about the cans? Before she put them away, what did she say to to she uh, like you you move where you keep them. Yes. What does that tell you? That they used to be very close uh, and uh, lived together. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, and but then she said, "What about the Walterson case or something?" It, it wasn't. It wasn't the the. Oh, was the, it a different I think case? A different one. And and they they mutually agreed. Look, we're going to work on this together, and then we're not going to see each other ever again because. We hate each other. Uh, anyway, huh. the other cr- thing that I don't understand at all, like the second scene after, you know, after the opening credits, uh, Danvers is in a hospital and she gets told by the doctor that they're going to have to amputate and, and we're going into surgery now. But I don't know who's who's in surgery. I never knew that either. Like it was, it like it's. At first, I it was a random. At first, I I thought you know maybe they were frozen, but one of them had sort of come back to life or something. But that's exactly what I thought. But, but then no. they don't go back to that ever. Uh, well, I wondered too when 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 she she seemed like it was a new discovery when the state patrol woman said to her there's only six and she counted them that kind of dispelled the idea that she knew like if if they had to amputate now we know later that well what if it was the guy who wasn't dead who was the guy with the sign on his back on his chest right who had a romantic relationship apparently with the murdered Uh, woman woman who had the same sign right blah 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 um, which is is the big the split, whatever cases might be involved, but the big reason for uh, a split between the two. You remember the Danvers said to Navarro, um, "You lost the case. You, yeah, it, it was like you didn't do the work, and now it's over." Of course, then again, it wasn't. I thought, I thought Danvers that seemed to me. I to thought be, Danvers came after that. And Navarro kept trying to get her to read the files, and she refused. And then she did read the files, and they uh, were like, well, oh, so the... you actually did read the files. I, 
Yeah. So I, I don't I, think I, that's I don't think that's their that's their rift. I think that they didn't work that case together. Uh, there's something from previous. Oh no! No 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 no. Uh uh. Nope. They were. She was working for the sheriff's office. Okay. During the investigation, and that was at least part of the rip. But I don't know. I think you're right about these other things. I think it's complicated. Oh yeah. I think it isn't just one thing. But uh, the interesting thing is that the relationship apparently was still so trustful that Navarro took the suggestion and recommendation of Danvers and went to go work for the state police. She and and so whatever whatever rift there was, it wasn't known perhaps at the time, which makes me think that Danvers, who's a son of a bitch, never told her that she had to get rid of her because she couldn't control herself relative that this case is over. Huh. She lost her professional path. And and but I don't know, it didn't seem to me that Danvers was so hard fought to go and bring it back again. She switched course yeah. pretty quickly, but that's because she saw the evidence and the evidence of the coat, by the way, I guess I had that wrong. I went into ah. this crazy theory that it was the picture of the man in the picture. Remember how you was claimed that I was her, wrong on that? Yes. Well you 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 were right as it turns out. And I went back and I uh froze it and so I could see it and it was a guy in the picture that didn't have the coat on and I couldn't it was so fuzzy it was hard to tell, but I was I was wrong about that big time. Okay. Apology accepted. But the coat is a string of uh pursuit that we've not had any follow-up. Well, no, that, that they, they, they were. The, now we know from the trailer that she was sleeping with one of the guys at the at the lab, and that's the guy that had the coat on, her coat. I think that's just who she. Uh, Annie, the 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 dead, uh, the dead native Amer- yeah. uh, Alaska native. I, the 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 reason that they connected her case to 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 this one was from the coat, but now that they had it connected, now they've discovered that they were having an affair, a secret affair. Well, um, <clears throat> that's true about the coat, but more uh, prominent was the tattoo. Yeah, that that that's the, bigger. The squiggle yes, tattoo exactly. was that was that was very clear, but. And as and I don't know which came first, the horse or the carriage, but at any rate, one can pursue the location of a code in a different way than one can figure out what the fuck about a symbol, you know. But one of the things that they very well will discover is by going through the database, they're going to find the connection with uh, Louisiana. Yeah, you would. You'd think there'd be a database full of bizarre, scary symbols that they could cross-reference. I, I, you know, they're uh, prominent features of the case. Right. You know, ears and nose both cut off, or, you know, whatever. Or the, or the, you know. I don't, I don't get the tongue. Why he, the whoever killed Annie, 
took her tongue and it was there at the at the lab and having been frozen like there were some marks of it being frozen well, so it was that the it, killer it, or was that her her boyfriend that kept her tongue like that's weird or are they the same exactly her boyfriend is the is the one at large right and so it, it's a central part of the mystery but it is the big reason that um, uh, Navarro uh, talks about there being a killer right and uh, Danvers says something like, oh, there's a killer now? You know, and right back at you. Yeah, well. What a you know, what great set designer art, or like the way that they made those frozen bodies just oh. in pure, you know, motionless agony is... Corpse, corpsicles. <laughs> That's what they're calling yeah. them, corpsicles. <laughs> so the the new the other the other thing that's happened is the is people being delighted that the word shitball kept yes. coming out of uh, uh, Jody Foster's lips. <laughs> what a great what a great word. We shitball. <laughs> this is the real shitball. Uh, uh, well, and it's just interesting how. Foster's got this contentious relationship with uh, the mayor, whoever he is, a politician, whoever he is, and ends up having a eleven year affair with him. You know, uh, uh, which is all just about the sex, obviously. Didn't she say it was nineteen years? Wait, he, uh, yeah, he said yeah, something like eleven. Yeah. She corrected him. Right. He's not the mayor. Right. He's he's. Somebody higher up, but not in the same organization, so he's not really her boss. Yeah, I thought he was political. Well, maybe could be, but well, man, you know, I think he is lying. But, but he's not. I think you're right because she she said when she when she got invited in, she said, "Yeah, I didn't think you were staying here for the weather." So like, could she? He traveled. So he in. traveled in from Anchorage, probably. Well, yeah. So he he must be a headquarters yeah, guy. Yeah, I think he's a. He's a G-man. And that's why he was arguing for it to come to Anchorage. Right, exactly. Right. And it's interesting, having been in Juneau in Anchorage and understanding that it is an hour and a half trip by jumbo jet from, uh, from Anchorage to Juneau. And there's no other way to get to Juneau except by boat. Right. There's no roads. I rented a Let's car. Let's make that the capital. Not quite, underst not quite understanding this. And uh, drove from one end of the island in about 20 minutes, and the peninsula in about 20 minutes. It was funny that I rented a car, uh, which I did use. In fact, I didn't want to walk. I went to either end of the uh, peninsula a couple different times. It was extraordinary. It was extraordinary. Capitals there, legislators are there. There's a couple square blocks. It's a small town. Yeah. It's uh, it's. Not as big as Hickory, right? You know, it's it's not as big as Lenore. You know, I mean, it's uh, Morgan. You know, Morganton would be yeah, huge yeah. compared to this. You know, it's like Shady Grove, but whatever. Um, and and uh, it's just you know, it's fun to watch. One of the things I liked about this uh, episode, besides making Chip Bull a catchphrase, is. Uh, the 
the way that scene where she and her only friend are uh, are like trying to work things out, and she keeps saying, "You're not asking the right question. What's the right question?" And I love that was her that her, was her deputy. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> and then and then it comes up later where the where Navarro. Uh, Reminds herself, no, I'm not asking the right question. Uh, I need to ask how this happened, not why, or whatever. Uh, and that seems like yes. maybe that's just like Detective 101 uh, that like everyone learns that. Uh, no, I, uh, I thought it was well, interesting. It very well may be, but the the very first episode uh, created in the first five or six minutes that she was a detective and knew her stuff. Right. Because she she looked at this and the the you know the laundry was in the washer it smelled, therefore that was been there for two days. The food and the sandwich the mayonnaise had turned clear and run. Yep. That takes two days. So time of death. This happened two days ago. We don't know where we don't have any bodies, but this is two days ago. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then of course they found the tape of the very dude who's got the tattoo on his back, shaking. Yep. Saying to the camera, she's awake. Yeah, that's pretty spooky. It's the it's the it's the murdered Native American woman. Uh. It's the other side teaming up to help her get revenge. I love the the. The pot-smoking old lady that talked about how, you know, when the, the dead have three reasons to come here, it's either to tell you something you you really need to know, or uh, t- to tell you something they really need to tell you, or to bring them with you, bring you yeah. with them. Uh, no, there's something they want, or there's something they want you right. to know, or they want you to come and be dead too. Or they, or they, or they've come to take you back. Right. Or it was a little bit more ominous than, than they, they, they want you to join them. It's like no, and then, they've come to take. And then she says, "But you got to know the difference." Which I loved. Well, and and uh, she, she's a. I'm the, familiar uh, with her as an actress. She's she's amazing. She's British. I have seen her. You know who she played. Uh, you must have seen the wonderful adaptation of the. Uh, movie shot in North Carolina uh, with uh, Nicole Kidman and uh, and uh, uh, Judd uh, yeah what's his uh, name Judd uh, uh, Cold Mountain uh, I have seen that so the woman who was the goat woman okay that was her I don't remember there being a goat woman but I don't you don't remember the goat woman you do remember the goat woman who saved him and brought him back to health when he was injured and had a, a wound in his neck, she found him. She killed a goat to feed him. It's a, it was a pretty uh, important, several scenes, a good a good bit of the movie. Uh, but I believe that was her. <laughs> okay. I should not have just Googled images of Goat Woman. That's, that's not okay. Let's close that tab. Cold... 
Cold Mountain Goat Woman. Yeah. I get you. What, no, I, that's what I searched for in want, there. Maybe, maybe for another There's time. There's some creepy stuff. But she was a great actress, and um, I loved her place. I loved. Yeah, in that warm and cozy. It, it was so. Uh, it was so authentic, having been in some of those residences up there, and they're small, so they can be heated, and every room is multi. That set design is. And yeah. you, you gather a bunch of stuff. There was a little bit of a falafel about uh, the uh, the interview uh, with the dude that wouldn't, didn't want to give up information. And uh, he was sitting in a in a room that had two posters behind yes. him, and one one of the posters was AI generated, and there's this kerfluffle about um, from actors in the guild and the you know the oh. union saying what the fuck are you doing celebrating AI, and the response was well actually we were making fun of it, huh. that some poor some poor kid was so lonely up here that he went to AI and generated his own fake poster and it was a kind of a stretch but it sounded realistic given that when people are creating these sets they can think of any reason we'll never understand for why something is there and not there some of it may have all sorts of symbolism oh you know the stuffed uh, squirrel that was in the scene that was on the shelf in the lower left-hand corner of the screen. That was the stuffed squirrel of the lead actor's uh, uh, mother-in-law, huh. you know, who we, we put in the scene because she had died. I mean, yeah. Interesting. I just looked that up with the, with the AI-generated poster. That's crazy. And it said there's no... There's no figuring it's not an AI poster they're all after all their hands are wrong and some of them are missing their heads right although that's also in this context kind of creepy but yeah well it uh, yeah <coughs> well the movie boy people are get, uh, people sure know how to nitpick don't they <laughs> do you know what Jodie Foster said We've heard this from other actors before. When describing the series, she said, one of the reasons it attracted me is just like it's a six-hour movie. Right. That's you know, a, that's a and, great and, genre. Uh, rather than 20 episodes of something where I, I, with most 20-episode stuff, uh, from what I've heard, they haven't written the the end of it when they start filming the, the start of it uh, they, they have a general like direction but it's not all written because they just they can't do that but uh, the six hour movie is a is a is a great genre because sometimes you know in a movie it's a little too short uh, but yeah you also don't want well although it's you're you're criticized if it's over an hour and ten minutes if what is or an, an episode 20. No, no, no. For movies, that that that's that that they're sometimes they're too quick. Yes. Yeah. And on the other hand, the ones that are two hours are panned for being too long. Yeah, or three hours. And yeah. this and that. But yeah, this is a uh, shaping up to be a six out of six. It's a winner. It's a winner. Home run. Six out of six. And that's all from the entertainment desk. All right. 
How about the... Our, let's go to our local music correspondent. Did it, did it, did it. Yes. So, uh, I hooked up with this band called Brothers Proper, three-piece band. And you may know that I started picking up a few songs with them when they played, and they liked it enough to give me their song list and say, anytime we're playing any song you want to come up, your mic's here, we're ready for it. Your choice. Nice. Every song, no songs, it's up to you. So I started playing with them, and then the dude who runs it, guitar player, sweet, sweet little guitar player uh, named Tommy, he uh, he invites three or more people uh, and turns it into a kind of an expanded band, but much more uh, jammy, five-minute jams on stuff, okay. and different people taking different, going in different directions, and he he's got a name for it. One name is LTD Experience, which is self-deprecating. I'm not sure that's the way to go. What is um, LTD? Uh, limited. Uh, limited the, experience. The abbreviation yeah, okay, for limited. Um, and uh, then he, and he's talking about his goal is to have it be a, a blues-jazz fusion kind of thing. Mm. But what he's doing is not jazz <laughs> at all. Okay. But, you know, he's, he's trying to figure that out. He's so good for him. So I played with them. And uh, I'll send you a picture of that. But that was fun. <clears throat> so uh, I met then with him in the expanded version of, of, of the group of drummer uh, from 20 minutes from here, who said he was available to drum because me and two other guys are forming a little uh, band doing some covers and some blues uh -huh. stuff. And the guitar player uh, is... Absolutely fabulous. One of the best guitar players I've ever heard. And I never really heard him play live until last night. <laughs> or not last night, the night before last, Monday night. And uh, I was absolutely in awe of his ability. Bass player equally as skilled in the bass. Play great stuff, all picking tunes, playing. We showed up at the dude drummer's house. Nice who said, let's play at my place, my drum kit's set up, and we jammed for an hour and a half. Me and the two guitar players had jammed at, uh, at uh, 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 place. my buddy's yeah. house, uh, just the three of us, to kind of get square on what we're going to do on Saturday, or on uh, Monday. And so um, there's this great thing happening where I'm part of a group of talented uh, people who are just dedicated to the music nice. and we're in that wonderful early stage of you know collaboration where we're wide open and, and honest and just having fun you're not getting on each other's nerves um, yet not yet okay. not yet okay well is that they'll get in somebody's nerves that's playing the harmonica too much and too loud exactly <laughs> it's pretty easy to get on someone's nerve when you got a harp, harp in your That's mouth. fun. I'm playing, I'm playing with the uh, the trio. I think it's the trio on uh, this coming Saturday. Okay. Up at up at a place in Richland. Um, 
called the Dock, which is a good good place. It's a good name. Yeah, and uh, used to be back in the day, it over it, it, it was overlooking the I was lake. Going to say there's probably water around. By a kind of a, uh, uh, and uh, since then somebody built a warehouse that blocks the view of the lake. Oh man! So you can kind of go off to one side of the balcony and lean over and see a sliver of blue. <laughs> um, I think I think that's true that the restaurant was there before the warehouse. I'm pretty sure, uh, but that's a fun venue. It's got a good size stage and good sound system. Sweet. Well, congratulations. So that's on fun your new endeavors. Yeah, I played. Uh, I also played last week, third Thursday of the month at uh, the Irish Pub with the piano player, piano player and a drummer. Mm-hmm. And uh, did a few blues tunes and sang a few songs. <laughs> One of the songs this guy plays, which is funny, but I know it and I sing it, is All of Me. Yes, I know that song. <laughs> and it's, and we, he plays it the old time way. There's no uh, you know, grooving into it in any way. He just plays it's it. It's quite like a vocal that. range to play that, to sing that. Yeah, I sing it. I sing it. I sing it at I, I sing it at the end of the stage, or at the end of the bar. I don't even stand up when I sing it. I just belt it out from wherever I'm sitting. But uh, that was fun. Small crowd, small crowd. But it's really nice uh, to do that, and how much it adds balance to my life. Nice. Something I love doing that is just here and now yeah it's you it's very meditative in that in that way of you you have you you're out of, you're out of your you're out of your own you, have, you, ha- you just have to be present right exactly uh yes you're dedicated to to being I, present I, I get that from uh i've been going to this dance class and when you're focused on your body's movements you can't right. be worrying about your mortgage you can't you got it uh, right or anything like that. So, and music is exactly the same way. Uh, get in that flow state, just groove. So, there's one thing to say. All of me, why not take all of me? Can't you see I'm no good without you? Oh, that's not the all of me I was thinking. Take my arms. I can't use them. Take my lips. I want to lose them. Oh, your goodbye gave me a tear in my eye. Oh, can't you see? I'm no good without you. You took the heart that was my best part. So why not, oh, why not take all of me? Oh, all of me, why not take all of me? 
right, that's it for episode number 204. You can find the show notes at happyhour.fm slash 204, in which I include the IMDb links for the women that Dennis got confused. You know, it happens. Uh, you can help support the show at patreon.com slash happy hour. At the gin martinis level, you get to watch a video of us doing all of these shenanigans. We'll see you next week. <laughs>